You are listening to Cindy Uncensored Bible Podcast with Cindy Parker. Good morning, friends and family. Welcome to Episode 4 of The Important Things. Today we're going to be talking about a topic that I'm very excited about, and that is how to hear God's voice. And I'm really excited because we have a special guest today, Mrs. Sheila Taylor. Now, Sheila is my sister. She's one year younger than me. She's a retired school teacher, and she is a Bible teacher. And there's something that we have both experienced lately that we want to talk about, and it is a deeper level of hearing God's voice. And we're going to discuss how that happened and how it has affected both of our lives. But first, before I bring her on, I just want to address the scriptural basis for this. And I need to do that because there are people who say that God does not speak to us anymore. And the reason they say that is they believe that he's already said everything he has to say in the Bible. Now, there are two reasons that I don't believe this, that I have trouble believing that that is true, that God does not speak to us anymore. And the first reason is because that makes absolutely no sense. It's just a common sense thing for me. Let's just compare it to, let's say, I'm a young girl and I have a fiancé who lives very far away. And he's written me ten letters and he's called me six times on the phone. Now he doesn't call or write me anymore because he's already said everything he needs for me to know, everything that he needs to say. What kind of a relationship would that be? And how can we believe that God is that disinterested in our day-to-day life, that he would not want to commune with us, that he wouldn't want to have a relationship with us? He wants to speak to us, I believe, with all of my heart, that he wants to speak to us, and through several avenues. And first of all, we know he speaks through the scriptures. And he speaks through the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that he also speaks through dreams and visions. Possibly, but rarely, he speaks in an audible voice. I have read stories where people in maybe other countries, dire situations, actually heard an audible voice. And the last way that I believe is that he drops thoughts into our head. And I believe that's the most common. So I'm just going to look at a couple of verses that support the idea that God still wants to speak to us. And the first one is in John 10, 27. And it says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. He says, my sheep hear my voice. So, I would say that means that he speaks to us and that we hear his voice. In John 16, 13, it says, When the Spirit of truth comes, speaking of the Holy Spirit, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but whatever he hears, he will tell you. So, this tells us specifically that the Holy Spirit is going to tell us things. So, I would assume 
that would mean we're going to hear what he has to say. I believe that these are literal. This really means the Holy Spirit is going to speak to us and we're going to hear and know his voice. In Matthew 10, 27, what I tell you in the dark, say in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim in the housetops. Once again, we will hear God speak to us. We will hear the Holy Spirit whispering in our ear. And it says in the Old Testament that we will hear a voice behind us that says to turn to the right or to the left. In John 14, 26, it says, But the Holy Spirit will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. So how could the Holy Spirit bring something to our remembrance? In other words, we remember in our mind in our thoughts if he's not speaking and enough to establish that God wishes to communicate with us in multiple ways and one of them is by speaking to us. So now I'm going to bring in my guest and we'll be talking with her via the phone. So I'm hoping no one calls me while we're doing this, but we will handle it as it goes. And here she is, Miss Sheila Taylor. Well, hello, Miss Sheila. Hello, Cindy. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Just fine. Are you excited about our podcast? I am excited about our podcast. We're a little new at this, aren't we? We are very new at this. <laughs> I just started to say I've never done one of these before. <laughs> Maybe they'll show us a little grace. <laughs> Maybe they will. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about how to hear the Lord's voice. So what I want to ask you is if someone would say, what do you mean you heard the Lord's voice? How would you explain it? Like, did you hear an audible voice or what would you say to them how you hear the Lord's voice? I would say that the Lord's voice comes to me prior to this experience um, as a thought, as thoughts that come. Usually when I'm praying thoughts will come and I can tell the difference and if it's just my thoughts mm -hmm. or if it's the Lord because when I think I think in sentence fragments I don't think in whole complete sentences uh -huh. but when the Lord speaks to me it's in a whole sentence it's and it's grammatically correct so that's your clue on how you know one of the clues on how you know it's him and we're going to talk about other ways to know it's him um, no that's good now, somebody, uh, someone who's new at this, uh, it takes a little while to figure out what is your thoughts and the Lord's thoughts, but we're going to talk about how you can distinguish that too. Right. So, like you said, prior to what we're going to talk about, this new experience, um, did you hear from the Lord every day or what was it like? No, I, I heard from the Lord mostly when things were really hard in my life and I actively sought the Lord and sought his advice I didn't hear from him on a daily basis okay no me either um, I think my experience changed a little bit when I retired and I was yeah. able to spend more time seeking the Lord because it's hard when you work all day and you run a household 
but when I retired and I had a little more time, then it changed a little bit. And I could hear the Lord um, speaking things to me that I would share like on Facebook and stuff. Like I would wake up and just kind of get my mind on the Lord and, and he would just drop something into my heart. So I got to where that was kind of common. But I didn't hear from him about hundreds of little things that I could have used some advice on Amen. from him. And I didn't <laughs> I, I, realize... I'm, yeah, I'm regretting that I spent so many years mm-hmm. just randomly hearing things from the Lord. Occasionally, when when I would seek him actively, but I could have heard from him every day. Oh, no. And that kills me now. Oh no, me too. And just think of the possibilities now that we know what we know. The right. the decisions that come up or the, the things that come up and we'll talk about some examples where you feel panicky, you don't know what to do and things look like they're going crazy. Just hearing advice from him or a calming voice. It's just calming. It, it makes a huge difference. Okay, so before I ask you some more questions, I'm just going to give a little short explanation of how we arrived at this and kind of what we do. So I had been listening to uh, some interviews with someone who spoke, and actually it was about gardening. And he kept saying how the Lord told him to do this, the Lord told him to do that, and it worked. And, And when he talked about his conversations with the Lord, you could feel the Spirit of God on him. And and finally someone said, how in the world do you hear from the Lord like that all the time? Well, he told him that he had been saved for 10 years and never heard from the Lord, and his wife heard from the Lord all the time. And so uh, he got a book, he read this book, and it changed his life. So, of course, I ordered the book as soon as I heard about that. And uh, I told you about it, and we started reading it about a week apart, and you ordered the book. And we both agreed that some of the instructions, instructions in there didn't fit for us, but what we did find out and, and applied uh, was life-changing. So I, I'm going to give just some basic steps, and then you can tell how yours might differ. So, and this is just the very, very basic. Number one get a pencil and paper and find a quiet place right. where there's no no uh, in, interactions with anybody else or phone ringing or anything like that quiet your heart and mind and approach the lord in prayer so you right. can either talk to him about what's on your mind or a problem you're having or you can just say lord you know what i'm struggling with is there anything you'd like to speak into my heart about this situation and then you write down your question or what you're saying to the Lord. Write it down as you go. And then when you're finished writing it down, you immediately wait for him to respond, writing down the very first thoughts that you have. And you don't question whether it's from God or not. You just write down every thought until no more is coming. And then you stop. Okay, and we're going to go into a lot of questions over that. But first, I want you to kind of describe what your daily process is and if it differs from what I just described. My daily process is very much like yours. At the beginning of this experience, I would go in the room, my room and shut the door. And I, I have a 
a list, the prayer list of people that I'm praying for. And so I would start praying for all the people on my list. And then when I was finished praying for the people on my list, then I would just start, as my pastor calls it, loving on the Lord. Mm-hmm. And until the, the first thought would come. Now, it doesn't always go in that order. Now, sometimes I start loving on the Lord first, or sometimes as soon as I sit down and open my notebook and get a pencil, a thought will come out of my heart. Like, sometimes I don't even have time to write down the question. It's just while I'm praying and a thought comes out of my heart, that like the Lord starts and giving he's talking me to answers. You. Mm-hmm. And, and I write till my arm hurts and that's how it works and he gives you a lot uh, I have found the last couple of mornings like I'll get up I'll, I'll get in my favorite spot I'll get a couple of Bibles my journal and um, and a cup of coffee and as soon as my bottom hits that seat I almost always start crying because oh, I feel I his presence I feel his presence and yes. I know that he's there waiting for me. And it reminds me of a really difficult time in my life where, um, I mean, it was one of the most painful times of my life for about a year. And I got off work at 1130 every day. And as soon as I would get off work, I would drive home and spend that hour. I'd turn on some praise and worship and I would praise and worship and talk to the Lord that whole hour. Well, one time, I, I didn't get to leave at 11.30, and it took everything I had not to start crying and praising and worship at 11.30. It's like the Holy Spirit said, I'm waiting for you. Where are you? Automatically, yeah. Here Automatically. I am. The last three days, I haven't been at home. Oh, yeah. And it was so hard. It was so hard to find a place or mm-hmm. a time. And the Lord, the Lord told me during that time, this is a good lesson for you for the times when you won't be able to go into your prayer closet mm-hmm. but you will you will be able to find a place i was sitting in the, in the chair in the hotel room the tv was on larry was at his desk and the lord still spoke to me right you're so used but to hearing his voice I did, I did i did miss this place yes okay now i have some more questions all right and these are questions that i would think other people someone who's new to this might ask how okay. do you know or confirm that it is from God? Now, we know that there's only three places that thoughts can come from. From the right. devil, from right. God, or from ourselves. Right. And here's, here's my experience. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is that I, the Lord says things to me that I would never say to myself. And that's, <laughs> that makes it very easy for me to know it's coming from him. And you know it's because not the devil. No, the devil would not say things. I'm going to tell you about the first day that I started this process. I came in here. I closed the door. I, the book that we read said, try to try to play some music. Well, I'm a singer, so music just distracts me. So I turned <laughs> the music off, and I just started praying. And I figured, since this was the first time, and I'm trying out this experiment, that I would go big. I would ask the big question. And so I, <laughs> I asked Mistake. the Lord the big question. The big question was, how do you see me? I want to see me like you see me. And the very first, in this experience, the very first thing that the Lord said to me was, 
you have to give up the control. <gasps> let, me, let me guarantee you, that is not what I would have said to myself. <laughs> and I'm absolutely sure that the devil did not tell me that. No, I'm sure he didn't either. <laughs> but that's just confirmation to me that this comes from the Lord. No, I would be- never tell myself. No, that's good. Did you hear me gasp? I did. <laughs> that's I funny. did. Yeah, and, I kind of gasped. <laughs> um, and I, I think another way that we can tell it's from the Lord is first, the thoughts and the things we hear from Him will never contradict the Bible. And never, never. Uh uh-uh. uh. And never. the book you that have we to see whose character. Mm-hmm. Whose character, and and the book told us this that that we have to look at what the Bible says is the character of God, and we know what the character of the devil is. Mm-hmm. And so we say, how would God say this? Would the devil say this? Is this just me? It's very easy, very yes, very easy to mm-hmm. identify. No, once you get over that that fear that first time, thinking I'm not going to be able to tell the difference, but then yeah. but then you can. Um, let's see the next. Okay, what doesn't he answer? Um, I think. Well, I think he would. He would not answer questions like, "Am I going to die tomorrow?" Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or are you going to send me a husband? Or who's going to win the election? Are you going to? Right, right. <laughs> but I've one of the experiences that I've had was I had a situation that I didn't, I had to make a decision about, and I didn't really know, I didn't know what to do, and I struggled with it, and I took it to the Lord early on, and I said, okay, Lord, you tell me what to do about this situation. I will do whatever you tell me Mm -hmm. to do. You tell me to do this, I'll do that. If you tell me to do that, I I will do whatever you tell me to do, Mm -hmm. and the Lord said, I will tell you when you need to know. (laughs) In other words, the Lord said, wait. And so the next day I came in, because he didn't tell me that day, and I came in, sat down, and I said, okay, Lord, I need to know what to do about this situation. And he said, I told you that I will tell you when you need to know. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it until you need to know. Well, so finally I said, okay, Lord, I won't ask again. And when three or four days later, the situation worked itself out. And I didn't even have to make a decision. Mm -hmm. That's because the Lord knew what was going to happen down the road. And I was the one. Mm -hmm. And and then the Lord told me, this was a lesson in building trust. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. No, that's wonderful. Uh, Let's see. Um, Does he chastise? And if he does, how does it feel? Well, I think the first thing he said to me <laughs> was a little bit of a chastisement. <laughs> Did you feel crushed that he said something no. to you about something you had trouble with? No, no, mm-hmm. not at all. I've never the Lord. I've I've been broken in my life. I have lived through some traumatic experiences, mm-hmm. and I had scars. And the Lord told me, "I will heal your." I will heal your brokenness. Mm-hmm. You, and, But he told me this. You pray for other people who are broken. And I will and I will heal your brokenness. I like that. And so I do too. And so through this process, 
the Lord has healed me, mm-hmm. but he's had to bring things up like, like, um, like doubt mm-hmm. and, and not trusting him mm-hmm. and, and, and not forgiving the people who have hurt me mm-hmm. and, and all of those things. And in doing that, he was so gentle. Mm-hmm. He was never, um, mean. You didn't feel like you were being chastised by a hard taskmaster. Punished. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was being directed. I Out felt like love. I was being guided mm-hmm. into a place of wholeness. Has he and ever? I, go ahead. I, I'm not broken anymore. The Lord told me you have to say you're not broken, and I and I told you this. I don't see things like other people see things, but one day while I was praying, I saw pink flesh on a broken heart awesome and i was like i can't and the lord said don't call yourself broken anymore because you're I not healed you that's wonderful um has he ever said anything that surprised you other than the, the first one like some have you got any examples of <laughs> it, he says it funny things to nothing, me sometimes nothing that he says to me surprises me it gets my attention yeah but it doesn't surprise Mm -hmm. me and he says things that get my attention all the time I think he says things to me that are kind of sassy and I think it's because I'm kind of sassy well you are yeah so I was was really upset one day stressing about something uh, praying for some people that I really care about that I was troubled about and I just went on and on when I was writing out my prayer and my my feelings and my thoughts and as soon as I got done and sometimes it's before I'm done writing I, I I'm starting to hear the answer and I try to hold it off so I can finish my sentence but it's, the first thing he said to me was so I guess prayer doesn't work anymore I guess not huh? <laughs> oh man and God speaks to us in, in the language that we understand. Yes, exactly. No, uh, it may be different for every person. Yes, no, no. I was looking for something that I can't find it because I have six weeks worth of stuff in this notebook. <laughs> but yes, he says things that get my attention all the time. No, me too. Uh, let's see. So, how has this changed your life? Ooh, that's a loaded <laughs> question. Like, it has changed my life. It has, it is life-changing mm-hmm. to be able to, to know that the God of heaven will take time out of his day mm-hmm. and come sit in my garden mm-hmm. and just commune with me. And it makes me know that I am loved and it makes me know that I am protected that's what what the Lord the Lord told me this one time he said um, when we were talking about all my broken parts he said you built a wall around yourself to keep yourself from being hurt Mm -hmm. but he said the wall is so big that I can't even get through it mm-hmm. to love you because you won't mm-hmm. let me in. Mm-hmm. And he said this this profound thing. He said, you think that you have built this wall to protect yourself, but really 
you have denied yourself mm. love from people oh, and me wow. because mm, you won't mm, let mm. anybody in and oh, wow. you have to tear the wall down yourself mm, 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 that's good Ooh. Yeah. But but and and one day he told me, I go before you. I want I want you to stand right here in my shadow so that everything that happens to you I can see and I can fix for you. Mm-hmm. And those things are very soothing to mm-hmm. the soul. No, that's wonderful. I think one of the things that I struggle with a lot is um, being afraid to speak up. Now, I know people don't, can't believe that that's true of me <laughs> because I am very, I am very bold, but I do still care about what people think. And I struggle with all the time, like posting uh, things that the Lord puts on my heart on, on Facebook and on social media and YouTube. Um, I really struggle because I don't want people to think that I think I'm holier than somebody or that I'm smarter than somebody but when the Lord has called you to teach and I believe that when he has called you to teach as he has you that he does reveal things more things to you because how are you supposed to teach if it's not you know spoken into your heart and he and he gives us that boldness but still at the same time we still worry about what people think And so over and over in my little journal, I'll say, um, you know, Lord, my heart is so heavy um, and I feel compelled to speak out, but I'm just, I'm just so afraid that people are going to think I'm too harsh or people wish I would shut up. And, and he told me, sound the alarm. The time is short that we are called to be watchmen. We are called to speak out. So that's like, I, I noticed, and I said something to you earlier about this, when you shared what the Lord gave you this morning, it spoke to so many people's hearts. And you know why? It isn't because you're super wise or super godly. It's because you are a vessel that God spoke through. Right. Because I didn't say any of that. None of that. The Lord said that to me. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the Lord said that to me this morning, I knew I had to share. I, I'm like you. I don't share things on Facebook very often. But I know as soon as the Lord drops it into my heart, mm-hmm. I know when it's I'm supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. And when I do, then lots of people. So I, I, I looked at it today. I, I reached about 100 people today. Yeah just by telling them what the Lord told me. No, and, and you I'm know that a lot so of them humbled. needed it. Mm-hmm, I know. I'm so humbled that the mm-hmm. Lord would use me to tell someone else to give them a little bit of encouragement. And, you know, my pastor says, you know, Jesus is not standing here on the earth anymore. Mm-hmm. And so he can't speak his word from his mouth. So he uses our mouth. Exactly. No, we and have that's to. What we're supposed to no. do. No. And that's why another aspect of this, you know, if we look at it from a selfish point of view, it's like, oh, you know, it's wonderful to hear the Lord speak words of wisdom to us and to help my life, uh, help right. me to make better decisions and stuff. But the Lord can speak through us to help other people. 
Um, You know, how wonderful would it be if someone you know is really struggling with something and the Lord would say, Sheila, this afternoon I want you to call Susan and tell her that I love her. Right. I mean, how wonderful would that be? So it's not just for our benefit. It's for because this whole uh, salvation thing, this whole relationship with the Lord thing is not just to get us to heaven. It's to take everybody that we can take with us. Yes, and to live abundant, healthy lives here, supporting each other. It's about other people, not just us. Yeah. This is wonderful. So basically, just to kind of, for anyone listening, basically what we do is we just have um, pencil and paper. We we both have a little journal, I believe. I haven't seen, seen yours. And you date it, and you just put down what's on your heart. Um, and then you just say, Lord, is there anything you'd like to speak to me? Or you say, Lord... You know, what would you have me do? Or like you said, sometimes you don't even have to do that. When you enter that time with the Lord, he just starts pouring out his heart to you. And you write it down. Do not question when when you're new at this. Don't be afraid to write down the first thing that comes in your mind. And then once you start writing, your brain focuses on writing things down. And it's a it's a lot harder to get distracted because you're writing down what you're thinking. And so it's right. a lot easier to stay focused. Right. So you can hear you know what, what I've saying. noticed? I've noticed that sometimes, like, if I'm praying about something and the Lord tells me something and I write it down, I write. Like, I, it comes so fast that my hand can't keep up with okay. it. <laughs> I write, 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 write. And then when the Lord is done telling me that, then I'll pray a little bit more and he'll tell me something else. And I'll pray a little bit more and he'll tell me something mm-hmm. else. And then when I'm finished, I go back and read. Oh, no, me too. Uh, and you know what? I've discovered that all those little broken up pieces that I thought were different um, concepts mm-hmm. all make one big picture. No. And I was like, that's amazing how it all just goes together and I'm amazed by that no and I will say this it is wonderful to have this to go back and read again Um, and I've had him tell me remember last week when we talked about that I want you to go read it again (laughs) you remember haven't we discussed this (laughs) you remember that I told you that your feelings are not my voice (laughs) Oh, no, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah. I I remember that, Lord. No. Well, we're about out of time. Is there anything else that you can think of you want to tell our listeners before we go? No, I think we've covered it. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate you stepping out of your comfort zone and doing this. And I encourage you to keep sharing what the Lord gives you because we're all pretty much alike. We're not all that different. We all have the same struggles. A lot of us have the same weaknesses and the same doubts. And just keep sharing what the Lord gives you because we all need each other. We do. I will. Thank you so much. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Thank you, listeners. We'll see you next week.